Hey everyone, it's Josh here, and you're listening to Marketing Major, a podcast created to help students get a more local, modern, and exciting take on the marketing world. Okay, so we have three people on the podcast today. That's the first time we've done this on the show. Uh, so we're going to have Jill start off by introducing herself. Yeah, okay. So I'm Jill Sundquist. I'm the creative director for the University of Alberta Marketing Association. And I'll be talking about my experience working at an agency this summer and also how that uh, helped me in my first year of university so far. Sweet. Awesome. And then Erica. Hi, I'm Erica Navarra. I'm a U of A alum. I graduated back in 2015 and I now work as an account manager at an agency called Top Draw. I guess for our listeners, the main point of this episode is that Erica, when I first met with her in the summer, she said that she had some uh, misconceptions and myths about marketing that she wanted to break this year. And then so we're going to try to hash those out. And then since Jill worked in an agency as an intern, we're going to kind of see if Jill can give like the official, what do you call it on Mythbusters? Is it busted? Busted? Busted, I think. I think. Yeah. And, yeah. So I'll say busted if it's busted. <laughs> <laughs> so the first myth I guess we'll get started with is how the U of A, it's really good at teaching marketing students the strategy uh, behind marketing. But when I talked with Erica in the summer, she also mentioned how the industry has like entry-level positions that aren't really meant for strategy and that's not really what you'll be doing. So Erica, I'm kind of curious for you to get our thought train rolling on kind of like... Um, I don't even know what my question is. I guess let's dive into that myth a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. So um, I, I did go to U of A, so I know how the classes sort of work. But um, what I found is that there's a lot of practical application that we may not always get exposure to in classes. So things like internships and things like um, ACE, uh, the Advertising Club of Edmonton, and things like this podcast are really great to get a clear idea of I guess, how things actually work, because I came into um, an agency and I didn't even know the difference between agency side and client side, which I guess for people who don't know, agency side is the advertising side with the agencies, and then client side is working for somebody in their in-house marketing. We're also going to do an episode about that too. Oh, perfect. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I didn't even know the difference between that, but a lot of what you do as an entry-level person a lot of the time is you get really hands-on and you get in front of a client. So being able to be organized, being able to be detail-oriented, your ability to learn and your ability to sort of adjust on the fly I think is really important, especially because there's, I'm sure Jill can attest to this, there's a lot to learn and there's so much going on (laughs) at all times. So you have to be flexible and ready to just sort of adapt and to do whatever is necessary to get a product out there, a deliverable out there. and yeah, I don't think that that was necessarily something that we learned because we learn the strategy. We learn how to create marketing plans. We learn how to do proper analysis. Um, and that comes in later when you kind of delve more into the strategy. But right off the hop, you're not always doing all those things. So I think that was something that I thought was a stark contrast between university and getting into yeah. the agency side. So how does that work? Like you talk about getting in front of clients. Is that more on the account side, like, because Jill worked in digital media, would that be like similar for a digital media coordinator? Or uh, I think really? it depends on the agency. So each agency has different roles that, or similar roles that sort of function differently. 
Um, on my end, and a lot of the people that I know from U of A went straight into the account side, so they went and became client-facing immediately. Right. Um, some of the roles aren't like that. Like, I don't know what your role was, Jill, but um, sometimes you don't always have to be client-facing immediately. You're only client-facing during certain presentations, certain meetings, when you have to show them what work you produced, what your plan is, and that sort of thing. And so there's, I think it just depends, because sometimes you're not in front of the client, which some people prefer. <laughs> yeah. um, but in my role, I jumped in immediately and started going to meetings, putting myself in front of clients, and that was a big change too. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, Jill, was that like a similar experience for you, or how did that kind of, like, what did you do on a daily basis? Um, well, actually, I was more behind the scenes. Um, I think as an intern, that's to be expected. You're not right. really supposed to be <laughs> maybe client-facing <laughs> as much. But, yeah, but I didn't mind that. I, I really liked doing the behind-the-scenes work. Um, so I would write posts and uh, get images for yeah social media posts and write uh, advertisements for Google and uh, boost posts for Facebook and all that. So, yeah, I was definitely more behind-the-scenes type of work. <laughs> right, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, and then I guess, so what, what are you calling that? Is that busted? <laughs> I would say that's busted. I yeah? Busted. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll bust that myth. Uh, so, yeah, U of A is really good for strategy, but uh, I guess be prepared for, like, more hands-on entry-level mm -hmm. positions. Yeah, yeah, and get ready to just, I guess, be agile and flexible with what you're going to be doing. Yeah. Right on, and we'll move on to the next one. Uh, I guess another one, too, would be students think that you kind of have to know how to do everything, like <laughs> from how to use Photoshop and like Adobe and then jump on to like giving pitches and what do you call it? Soup to nuts, I guess is yeah. business lingo term <laughs> yeah. they say a lot. Uh, so can you kind of talk about that, Erica, and like uh, I guess even your own experience and what you thought going into the agency and then what you think now looking back on it? Yeah, so um, I'm sure for anybody who's part of a student club at U of A that you see that there's these people with endless amounts of talent that they can do design and that they plan events and that they um, go out for sponsorship or external or whatever we're calling it. But um, I, I thought that was actually how things worked at an agency where you come in and you have to be able to do design, you have to be able to do digital marketing, you have to be in front of clients, you have to do all these different things. Um, and coming into an agency, I realized that that is not the case, <laughs> that everybody has their lane and they stick within it. And you really rely on the subject matter expertise of all the different people in your team. So I don't necessarily, as an account manager, have to know everything about Google ads and keyword research and SEO because I have a team of people who are really specialized in that. And I need to know enough to be able to be well-informed with my clients, but I have experts who deal with that or with Web development, for example, I, don't, I am not a web developer at all. Um, I have some, I work with some people who are incredible at what they do and they inform me on how things should go and how that works. And I can't design to save my life. So um, I leave that to my designers. I just have to make sure that they have all the information that they need to do it. But in university, I thought that I had to do it all. Um, and in an agency, you really don't. There's so many people who have really specific areas of expertise that you can just rely on, which is great. <laughs> Oh, that makes sense. Jill, do you have anything to add on that? Uh, I would definitely agree with what Erica said. Um, yeah, I think I thought that as well, uh, that everyone had to do everything, um, but that's not the case. It's I think agencies are just like a well-oiled machine. And so, yeah, at Zag as well, uh, there's 
the different departments. So there's client services, there's design, there's the digital uh, media. And even within those sections, there's roles split up even further. Right. Um, I think it's definitely a misconception that you have to be good at everything. Um, and I also agree with what you said about how it's good to have a background knowledge of all those things and understand all parts, but right, you don't yeah. have to be an expert in every single part. Right on. I think that one is also busted. <laughs> <laughs> it's busted. Uh, so let's kind of add on to that. Uh, people think that you have to do everything. And then people also think, uh, I guess another one is that all your ideas and everything that you come up with is like people are going to love it and it's going to be perfect. And, you know, you'll be at the Ace Awards within your first year, like <laughs> on stage a bunch of times. But uh, can you kind of talk about, I guess, Erica, they talk about having like a tough skin in marketing. Can you kind of talk yeah. about your own experience with that, especially when you were like new to advertising and marketing? Yeah, for sure. Um, when I was new to it, I thought that I'd be part of the creative process. But as an accounts person, that is very much not the case. <laughs> There's a very, I'm using air quotes, um, traditional silo between creative and accounts where um, we're not really part of the process all the time, which is fine. But I've been very lucky in having some really kick-ass people who I work with who have allowed me to be part of that process. But um, there's a lot of spitballing, a lot of really shitty ideas that go on the table <laughs> until you kind of come up with a good one. So it's not always pure gold, and that's not what you put in front of the client. You always have to be strategic, too, when you put something in front of a client. What I found is that a lot of people actually need context, so they need to know how good something is by seeing potentially how not good something else is. Right. So it's not really necessarily um, about putting everything forward. It's sort of picking and choosing the best things that are best for the client and that have the best um, rationale, the best concept behind it so that it makes the most sense um, when it goes out into the world and that um, people understand what it is. So I think that was interesting for me. But more and more as I get more experience in the industry, which I guess I've been in for about four years now, the more I'm here, the more I realize that people value your opinion and you start to get more involved with that process and start to spitball a bit more with them and you get to kind of come in and talk to them about what their idea was and how um, how you see it from a client's perspective, that sort of thing. Uh, so I guess I'll wrap it back to all your creative ideas will be put to good use. I guess <laughs> we'll call that one. Jill, do you want to say it? Busted? Um, yeah. Okay, awesome. Sounds good. Okay, so the next myth, uh, actually, Erica, do you want to say the next myth that we're going to bust? Yeah, sure. So I think that a lot of people think that advertising and marketing is all about making sure that you sell something to make somebody else richer or that they're just kind of unethical because we kind of are able to <laughs> use different marketing tools to kind of follow your like purchasing path, like when you're on Amazon and then you leave Amazon and then all of a sudden all these things pop up for all these books that you wanted and you just, you didn't realize they were tracking every single movement, <laughs> that sort of thing. So that's the other myth that we're going to be busting. In addition to that, it's kind of, I think we were also talking about how advertising is kind of like you're just trying to sell people a bunch of stuff that they don't need. Mm -hmm. And I guess that kind of relates to our other myth is that People either see advertising as like this happy-go-lucky career where you're going to do all this like amazing stuff and you're going to be so happy all the time or like the most stressful thing. And this quote here says, 
says advertising asks you to give everything you got to convince people to buy a bunch of shit that they don't need. <laughs> and I think it's kind of like an interesting dynamic between like you do, I guess, Erica, you can talk about this, the, the rewarding work there is, but also like the stress involved and in where the balance lies. Yeah, I think a lot of the stress comes in sort of on two sides. Internally within an agency, you have a team of people who are just so smart and so incredible at what they do that you really want to measure up and you want to bring your A game to. And I think that's also what kind of drives you to do more and to be better. And that's sort of where the stress and anxiety comes in. Um, And you also just want to do right by the people that you work with and the clients you work for. So you always want to be doing the right thing for them to make everybody's lives easier. And then on the client side, even if they're selling something that maybe not everybody needs or it seems like we're just selling some random shit, um, it's because that for them, they're keeping people's jobs and they're uh, making sure that people have, you know, something that they can bring home to their family and something they can be proud of too. So I think that's also what's sort of the driver behind it. And it's sometimes easy to lose sight of that, but people are just doing what they need to for their legacy, their family, for their employees and whatever that is. But yeah, the stress kind of comes in and trying to please all those people. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Uh, how was it in terms of like stress, Jill? Uh, did you ever leave like Zag on a, any given day and just like go straight to bed because you're so like exhausted from learning or what was that experience like? Um, definitely from learning, there's so much to learn uh, every day, especially the first uh, few weeks. I just kind of jumped in blind, not really knowing anything about marketing. So yeah, it was a lot to take in every day. I know, you must have found there's some like rewarding work too, right? Like oh, there's yeah. some stuff that you do that's really touching and it's not just selling the random shit. It's oh yeah, absolutely. making sure that you're making an impact, I guess. Yeah, going home, definitely I, I took away what I learned from the day, but going back to what you were saying about it being performance-based and wanting to get uh, the product out to the out to your client, um, you're always looking for ways to be the best at what you're doing. So right, yeah. yeah, you kind of don't ever clock out of a marketing job because you're always thinking of ways to be better. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's actually, uh, I even do that with this podcast sometimes. Like you're just thinking about it like 24-7 and <laughs> it's like, Erica, you're saying it's kind of hard to find a balance between like, this is my work and then this is my life and yeah. kind of like the divide. Yeah, because I feel like you can always be doing more. You can always take it home with you. So trying to draw that line is a really important thing. And if we were in a bigger city like Toronto or New York or London or whatever where they have more of that hustle and bustle and more of that um, 12-hour workday as a normal workday sort of thing, they drive you even harder. And a lot of people can't go home from work. So it's harder to draw that boundary. But here I think it's a little bit easier to do that and it's important to do it because the more space you get from work the more you can come back with fresh ideas and really make it make your um, campaign or your product or deliverable like really amazing so I think the space is really important yeah, yeah um, I guess we'll bring that back what were our two myths there we just busted it was uh, stress stress and then advertising is just selling to make somebody else richer right yeah okay so busted <laughs> for all two uh, all two, I'd say, are busted. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, is there anything you guys want to say before we head out? Yeah, I guess I'll just close by recommending to everyone, and especially in business, to get out there and try internships, even if you have no experience in the field at all. 
Uh, I definitely did not have any, um, and I had such an amazing experience uh, interning at Zag. Um, so I would definitely recommend to everyone to give it a shot and just figure out what you want to do. And yeah. Yeah, no, that's a good point. And I guess to add to that too, uh, Ace also has like an intern profile, right? That you can yeah. fill out. Yeah. So for any students who are interested, you can post an intern profile on the Ace site as long as you're a member. So then you can see or any employer could potentially see your profile and then contact you. There's also a ton of job opportunities on there. So come summer, there are likely going to be a bunch of internship opportunities online too. This episode was produced by myself, Josh Radistitz, and the team at UAMA Productions. If you liked this episode, leave us a rating and share it with your friends. It helps everyone discover the show. Keep an eye out on UAMA's social or subscribe for our upcoming episode. Mm-hmm.